Basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Hey, pleasant good evening to you, everyone out there. Welcome in to another night of high school girls of basketball. And we're here in Newton, Illinois, for the beginning of the Bob Kearns tournament here this evening in girls basketball action. And it is between the Altamont Lady Indians and the Effingham Lady Hearts. Welcome into the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks, and I'm flying solo this evening. And we'll be bringing you all the action tonight here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5 and 105.5 at Jack FM, streaming online at vmradio.com and on the FEM Radio app as well. And both these teams that come in to tonight's contest, 2-0 and on the young season. And the beginning of the Bob Current Tournament this evening as the first game of the night is tonight between these two teams. And Newton and Flora is going to be coming up here shortly following uh, this uh, contest and uh, also with the uh, Bob Kearns tournament there also had the uh, go ahead by IHSA to uh, use the uh, 35 second shot clock this year again and also they're using a WNBA style ball so a couple of cool experiences that the girls get to have and um, you know last year 35 second shot clock I didn't think it affected the games too much uh, but that is something that they'll have to deal with here this week at the Bob Kearns tournament how both teams that got here to a 2 and 0 this evening on a Tuesday Altamont started off in a fantastic fashion 84-36 was the win over Vandalia on opening night and on Thursday it was a 61-45 win over Windsor Two Straws and it was also the first conference win as well the Hatchets they were a scrappy bunch as coach Carr said that Altamont won the second half and that was exactly the case because Altamont led after one quarter by double digits but then Windsor scratched and clawed their way back into it, and they actually took the lead at one point there in the uh, second quarter, but Altamont closed out the half strong, and they also closed out the game a strong as well. Grace Nelson was her usual self on a last Tuesday, returning into uh, the uh, lineup at the start of the season. She dropped 28 on Vandalia, and then she poured in 38 against Windsor's two straws, and the next closest scorer to uh, Grace was Kylie Osteen with a six, but including Grace, eight different Lady Indians that got in the scorebook on uh, Thursday against Windsor's Two Straws. And I think that's kind of what was one of the main differences late in the game was just the depth that Altamont charted out there. And Windsor's Two Straws didn't go too deep into their bench, so I thought maybe that Altamont wore them down a little bit. And ultimately, the Indians that came away victorious. On the other side of four, the FEM Hearts, they're coached by Jeff Schaefer. Uh, he's been a, a staple there in a Hearts program that is just rich in tradition with regional championships all over the place and last year was a successful year for this group and they're looking for good things this year as well so far so good start off to the season as last monday they started off with a 60 to 53 win over robinson and actually the hearts trailed nine to nothing to start that game but at the game eventually got things right and got things going and robinson's a great team you know they hung right with paris and went toe-to-toe with them Last year in the Little Illini, we know how good Paris is as a high school girls basketball program, and Robinson was right there and even beat them once in the regular season. So a talented Maroon squad there that the Hearts came away with a seven-point victory on opening night. And then uh, it was on Friday, it was FEM picking up a 54-24 victory over Dietrich, and they were led by Alyssa Martin, and uh, she scored 11 points in that one. She led the way against Robinson as well. She scored 17 so Alyssa Martin is one of those girls that we're going to have to look out for 
here tonight, getting into the scoring column early and often, as well as Sage Altoff was in double figures against Dietrich, 11 points she had. And on Friday, it was smooth sailing from the very get-go as FEM led 22-1 to after the first quarter and 42-9 to at the half. And they were on cruise control in the second half. If you remember last year, Altamont was victorious here in the Bob Kearns tournament. They took home the plaque as it's beautifully displayed in the Altamont Trophy case there at Altamont Community High School. As uh, oh, on display as well, the NTC tournament championship for the boys as well. That thing hadn't moved for a couple of seasons now. But uh, Altamont won this game a two win of the Bob Kearns last year as uh, it was a 53 I'll get it right here, Uh, 53-51 victory over FEM to capture the tournament championship. Nelson, of course, she scored 34, but it was Claire Bame who was the hero as she ended up making the game-winning jumper late in the contest, and then uh, the Lady Indians defense stood tall and uh, stopped FEM on the final possession to preserve uh, the uh, victory. So, Altamont coming in here, you know, with, a lot of confidence because of their tournament champions and off to a 2-0 start. As for the Hearts, they're only returning two returning starters from a year ago, including Bree Austin. Our Bree Beals is one of the players that is returning from the squad as well. But another name that you might be familiar with, but not normally in the shade of red for the FEM Hearts, that's Bella Austin. As Bella Austin, as she played last year at Vandalia as a sophomore, it's the talented player there and she made all conference team on the south central side of things but she transferred here to fem this season and uh, she's an outstanding volleyball player as well of course all conference on the south central side of last year as a sophomore and uh, then uh, this year first team all apollo there on the volleyball side of things as well so just a talented player that fem is going to have in uh, their repertoire this season for coach schaefer and uh, the uh, squad here, but I know they'll have them ready, and Coach Carr is ready as well, and he's a familiar territory here, as we talked to him in the postgame on a Thursday, familiar surroundings, maybe a different locker room that uh, he's getting prepped for, because he was the athletic director here last year, and also the assistant boys basketball coach, and obviously leading the Lady Indians this season, so uh, kind of a little bit of a homecoming uh, for uh, Coach Carr in uh, that aspect there, but uh, I see both teams are uh, finishing uh, their uh, warm-ups, and we're getting close to the uh, start of uh, this uh, contest. And uh, then uh, we will uh, be uh, starting that momentarily. But first, we'll step away for the uh, national anthem, and then we'll be back for the uh, starting lineups of this contest, the opening night of Altman versus FEM, and the opening night of the Bob Kearns Thanksgiving tournament. And so we'll step away for that national anthem, brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. We'll be back after the anthem and the starting lineups here in just a few moments, and you're listening to Altamont Lady Indians Basketball here on Jack FM.
You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Here at Newton High School, Bob Kearns, the tournament opening at night. Let's see the start of lane up here for Effingham as there are the visitors tonight with their red uniforms on this evening. They're going to start Alyssa Martin. She's a sophomore. Number five, Avery Wolf is also a sophomore as well. Number 12, Bria Bills. She's a junior. Number 25, Cindy Donaldson, a junior. Number 33, Abella Austin as well. As for the Altamont Indians, uh, they're going to start off Bria Grunlow as she has 10 points to her name this season. Number 13, Claire Bame, she's a senior. Number 15, a Peyton Osteen's a 5'8 senior. Number 22, Kylie Osteen's a 5'8 junior. And the number 23, Grace Nelson. And that's going to be Grace tipping it up against Bella Austin. And we're going to start off at this contest here tonight with FEM winning the tip. And they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this game. Again, Altamont is the home team for tonight, so they'll be wearing their white uniforms with the black letters and FEM in their road to red uniforms. And it's going to start off with a three-pointer connected there by Avery Wolf. First shot of the game goes good for FEM as they leave 3 nothing off that three-pointer by Wolf. It's going to be in Nelson with the basketball here for Altamont. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial here. Kylie Osteen here on the left wing over to uh, Peyton Osteen up at the top of the circle. Now off to uh, Bame. Bame goes over to uh, Kylie Osteen trying to get in the post to Nelson, but it was denied. Over to Grunlow, and it was almost tied up there by Martin, but uh, Grunlow still fighting for position, and they're going to get a reaching foul on Effingham. So the first foul of the night will go to the Hearts, and that's their first team foul of the night. And the first goes to Alyssa Martin. 7-14 7-14 to go just underway here in the opening contest here at the Bob Kearns of the tournament. 3 nothing FEM with the early lead. As Bama will get it in, and she'll get it in over there on the uh, sidelines. But uh, checking the uh, shot clock as it had to reset to 20 seconds again. Bob Kearns tournament here this year using the 35-second shot clock, and now it will completely reset to 35 there with the foul. As Bain will get it in to Nelson. As Nelson has it at the top of the circle, she'll get it over there to Grunlow on the baseline. She had a pump fake, gives it back to Nelson. Deep three, good. Deep three there for Grace. And we're all tied at three. As FEM now will get it over to Beals. Now will get it back to Martin. Now there'll be a swinging good ball movement here. Back to Beals. Beals over to Wolf. Wolf, they'll swing it in the corner to Austin, dumps it down low, and it was just too far of a pass there for Martin, and it goes out of bounds and a turnover to Altamont. The Lady Indians will take over here, and Bain will walk it across the timeline and get over to Peyton Osteen, has on the left, gets a screen from Nelson and gives it back to her, and a three-pointer again, good. Nelson two for two on threes. To start the game, and it's Altamont six to three lead. As it's Beals having it here on the left side. Now FEM trying to run some offense gets over to Wolf here at the volleyball line. Now over to Austin here on the right corner. 
Now they go over to Wolf again for three. Good. She's two for two on her three attempts. And we're tied at six. Nelson quickly the other way as Altamont getting it into the front court quickly here. Nelson picked it up, gives it off to Peyton Osteen, and nice drive with the runner left it short, and Peyton saved her from going out of bounds, but it goes right into the hands of Wolf. As she'll bring it up, get over to Beals. As that's Martin giving it back to Beals. Shot for three, no good, but the rebound by Martin is no good, and it's going to be offensive rebound again for Effingham. And that was Donaldson who came away with the offensive board. As now it's Austin at the free throw line. Dumps it down low to Donaldson and now back out. As Wolf tracks it down over to Beals for three. Back iron no good and rebounded by Grunlow. Grunlow quickly up to Nelson. Nelson spins around here in the front court. She stops and gets some space up and good. Three for three start for Nelson. And she's got all eight points for Altamont. It's eight to six. About five minutes to go here in the opening quarter. As Austin will work it over into the corner to Martin. Martin over to Wolf here on the right side. Wolf trying to go into traffic, and she lost it, and it's going to be right in the hands of Grunlow. Second turnover for the Hearts. Nelson quickly out of the way. Splits the defense. Up layup is good. Nelson with a quick 10 here. The Lady Indians lead 10-6. Quickly out of the way. No good by Martin on the layup. Rebounded by Payne Osteen. As Peyton spins around, gets off to sister Kylie Osteen. Kylie dumps it over to Grunlow. Gets it back to Kylie on the give and go. Can't make the layup. No good. And rebounded by Wolf. Wolf getting up the floor. Get it to Martin down low. Putting up a cut against traffic. No good, but she's fouled. So Martin will go to the line here for two shots. As that's the first team foul on the Lady Indians tonight. And uh, that foul. And there they put it up, finally put it up on Bame. Her first, obviously. Free throw is and no good. She swooshed it, but they say that Martin had her foot on the line, so it won't count. Subs coming in for both squads, as it looks like Skyly Klein coming in for the first time, so is Kaylee Lurton coming in as well. And a Grumlow and a Kylie Osteen will take a seat. And there was a sub in for Effingham as well. As it looks like all top came in and uh, missed their second free throw as well. Hit the front of the rim, and it goes out of bounds. The last touch by Altamont, though. So it'll stay right here with the Hearts. Another sub coming in as Moser comes in, and it's Martin taking a seat. As Altoff gets it in there to a Wolf. They get it right back to Altoff. Now back to Wolf. Spires a three-pointer on the right side. Good. Another three or four, Avery Wolf. That's her third three already. She's got all nine for Effingham. It's ten to nine. Nelson has all nine or all ten for Altamont, and Wolf has all nine for Effingham. They get it to a Nelson, and Nelson with the pump fake, and they go down low to Lurkins. Had it knocked away. Gives it back over to Grace. Grace spins around and lost it, and that's a turnover for Altamont. Right in the hands of Wolf. Wolf driving in a transition. She stops and gives it off to a teammate. That's all top. They swing it over in the corner for three for Austin. No good. And rebounded there by Peyton Osteen. And Austin fighting with the ball. And they're going to say that the ball went out of bounds. So it's going to be an Altamont ball. As Reardon will check in for the first time. And Bain will take a seat. 3.37 to go here in the opening quarter. It's 10-9. to Altamont with a one-point lead. But Nelson leads over Wolf 10-9 to as well. 
That's Reardon over on the left side. Reardon gets over to Klein on the right side. She thought about a three, but gets it back off to Libby. Now back to uh, Klein, and now over the corner to Payne Osteen. She uh, pump fakes. She drives baseline, reverse layup, left it short, and fight for the rebound, and it's Austin Lurkins getting a tie-up, and it's going to be a, a jump ball, alternate possession arrow, gives it to Altamont. So good job there by Lurkins to uh, tie up Austin there and force that jump ball and preserves the possession for the Lady Indians. Klein will be the one taking out underneath the basket on the baseline. Klein looking to get it in, trying to find somebody, finds Libby. And a reared in, it gives it off to a Nelson. Nelson with a pump fake. She drives left side. Layup is good. Another two for Nelson. She's got all 12 for Altamont. It's 12 to 9. As Wolf will bring it across the floor. Now it gets over to Austin on the right side. Now to Altop in between the circles. Now over to a Wolf. Wolf lines up another three. This one's deep, no good, and it's rebounded by Reardon. His current Grace couldn't decide who grabbed it. Nelson gets it up to a Klein. Now Peyton Osteen. And now Reardon at the top of the key to settle things down a little bit for the Lady Indians. Going a little bit too quick there. They dump it down low to Lurkins, and it goes off her leg, out of bounds. And a turnover there to the heart. And uh, sister for sister here, Kylie, returns for Peyton Osteen. And 2.34 here to go in the first quarter. Again, the 35-second uh, shot clock is underway here in the Bob Kern tournament again this year, but hasn't really come into much of a factor there besides that reset. They're off that foul. And so Wolf has that at the volleyball line over to Sage Altoff. Sage looking for someone to pass to. She gets by Kylie Osteen and missed the shot. No good. And Martin is the one affecting it and rebounded by Klein. Kylie brings up the floor to Lurkins, and they try to dump it down low to her, but it was knocked away by Donaldson, and so it goes out of bounds. Stays right here with Altamont, though. 2.07 remaining in the opening quarter, and now Coach Carr will take a timeout. That's their first uh, timeout, and we'll steal a 30-second timeout here as well. And uh, so we're back in the 30 seconds. Altamont leads here 12-9. to You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians Basketball on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Newton Community High School. It's 12-9, to 9, Altamont with the lead, and they also have the ball. As Bame got it back from Nelson, now over to Reardon here on the right side. And it's a dangerous pass and picked off there by Wolf, trying to hit Bame in the corner. Here in a transition, as Austin thought about a jumper, but gives it back off to a Sage Altoff. And Altoff. With the ball, gets over to Wolf. She'll fire a three. It's good. And Wolf has all 12 points for FEM. It's tied at 12. 140 to go here in the opening quarter. Kylie Osteen, and now with a drive, and she walked with it. So another turnover there for Altamont. Have them down for four so far. As it gives it back to the Hearts with a minute 35 to go in the quarter. Wolf quickly up to Austin. Austin, and now over to Donaldson. It's shot no good. Rebounded by Lurkins. Got the defense napping a little bit there for Altamont. 
with the bringing up the fork quickly. But Lady Indians do have the ball as Nelson has it here on the right wing. Nelson looking for someone to pass to who's going to get open, and it's going to be a, a violation on uh, Nelson as, as a five-second closely guarded there that time. So another Altamont turnover here, fifth already of the quarter. And a Donaldson will also take a seed, and Beals will come back in for the Hearts. Again, a tie game here at 12. And also Hodge comes into the game as well. As Hodge gets it over to Beals. Now back to Hodge on the right wing. They dump it down low for Donaldson. Puts up the runner. Good. That's actually Moser. I'm sorry. Someone finally gets on the board besides Wolf for Effingham. And it's going to be a Nelson. Almost got away with a carry, but she got the layup to fall. And we're all tied at 14 again. And it's going to be Donaldson getting over to Altoff. Altoff was denied on the baseline. Gets back out to Beals for three in the corner. It's off. No good. Almost came back in and rebounded by Lorton. 30 seconds to go. All tied at a 14. As Nelson with the basketball and Coach Carr wants one shot. As the shot clock is turned off with under 35 seconds. Don't have to worry about that shot clock now. As Nelson will hold on to the basketball. Here we got 10 seconds to go. And finally, good to move to the left. Gets over to Lurkins. Lurkins puts up the shot. And it's going to be no good. But she's going to be fouled. So Lurkins is going to go to the line for two here. As Effingham just tried to slide in there. He would get the charge, but couldn't quite get it. As the Wolf will pick up that foul for first. The team second as well. So Lurkins will go to the line here with 4.6 seconds remaining in the first quarter. First trip to the line for Lurkins and Altamont. And finally someone is on the board besides Grace. And it's 15-14 to 14. And with that free throw. Nelson will take a seat. Reardon will also check out. And Bayman Reardon will come in. And Lurkins will take her second free throw. No good, but it's actually going to be Piercy who checked in. She almost got that rebound. And a .8 seconds, and they're going to call a travel on Wolf as she was sliding on the floor for the loose ball. So Lurkins was one for two there on that free throws. And now Lurkins is going to check out, and Grunlow is going to come in. We got .8 seconds left here in the opening quarter as Beals will sit down, and Donaldson will return .8. Seconds left. Bain gets it in, and Altamont wasn't ready for it as a picked off by Donaldson. So Altamont will end the quarter with another turnover there, but they will have the lead, 15 to 14, after one quarter of play. Now we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians basketball on Jack of M. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Alamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. 
We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, second quarter here at the Bob Kearns the tournament opening night as Altamont or FEM will have the ball. And it's going to be a three-pointer made by Bella Austin. And FEM regains the lead 17-15 to 15 to start the second quarter. Hey, no scene will try to answer with a three of her own. Can't get it to fall. No good. And rebounded by Austin. Austin bringing up the floor for FEM. Gets over in the corner there. The Beals. Beals over to Wolf. Wolf will fire a three-pointer. She's not shy of taking that three. It's off. No good. Beals with the rebound. No. With her put back again, no. And a third attempt is off, no good. And another rebound. This time, Donaldson finally gets it to go. Fourth try is the charm for Donaldson, and it's 19 to 15 at the game. As Peyton Osteen gets off to a BAME, a BAME in the corner to Piercy. Piercy on the left side gives it back to a BAME. Had it knocked out of her hands by Austin. And it'll go out of bounds, but stays right here with Altamont, though. And a sub's coming in oh, for the Lady Indians. We got Klein and Nelson Lurton's coming back in. Kylie Piercy and Agrumla will take a seat. As it'll be inbounded there on the baseline. That's Bain who's going to be taking out. Gets in to Klein. Klein with a little bit of a head shake. Had knocked away from her. And it goes out of bounds on the sidelines there. And stays right here with Altamont. As it'll be... Grumlo inning down to Peyton Osteen. She's open for three, so she fires it. No good. It's way off. And rebounded there by Martin. Martin quickly up the floor, gives it off to Wolf, and take a charge. It's a charge there on Effingham, and that's Bame sliding in there to taking a charge, and then it gives a little fist pump there from Coach Carr. And that's going to be the second foul on Martin, and the first team foul in this quarter on Effingham. And so it'll give the ball back to the Lady Indians. Off that char- offensive foul. And it's going to be immediately turned over there as Altoff got her hands on it. They were trying to get it over to Osteen. And that's Peyton Osteen. But a turnover again. The Beals in the corner for three. It's good. Three-pointer for Bria Beals. Her first points. And it's 22-15. to Effingham starting to put up a lead here. Obviously the biggest lead of the night. Nelson and getting it over to Peyton Osteen on the left side. Little head fake. She's double teamed now over to Bame. She'll fire a three-pointer. It's good. Three-pointer there for Bame. Her first points of the night. It's 22-18. They get over to Donaldson. Donaldson almost had it knocked away, but they get it back to Austin on the right side. On the right wing, guarded by Peyton. And Austin gives it off to a Wolf. Wolf with a head fake. Now over to Beals. Fire over to Alltop here on the left side. All top over to Beals, under six to go here in the first half. Beals holds on to the ball, now gives it back to Wolf. Now to Austin. Austin drives inside, and there's going to be a, a foul. A foul on Effingham, I believe. As they're going to say it was an offensive foul away from the ball. And that's going to be an offensive foul on Effingham. And that's going to be on a Donaldson. She was trying to get position or a moving screen violation. And that's her first foul. Team second for Effingham in this quarter. Bame will take a seat and Lurkins will come back in. 
They got Nelson, a Klein, a Lurkins, a Reardon, and a Peyton Osteen on the floor for Altamont. As it's Nelson getting a screen of there from Lurkins, and here comes a double team from FPM now over to Reardon. Cross-court pass to Klein, and another turnover for Altamont. He has it back to the heart. Eight turnovers in the game, and FEM's only got two. I have them down if you don't count the offensive fouls, which we're not going to here, according to my stats. Over to Austin here at the free throw line, getting over to a Wolf. Wolf getting over to a Beals at the volleyball line. Swings it over to Alltop in the left corner. Now to Austin. She's free. Mid-range jumper is good. That's too easy for Bella Austin. She's got five. It's 24-18. Under five to go here in the second quarter. Nelson over in the corner to Klein. Fires the three-pointer. It's good. Another three for Altamont. And a first one of the night for Skyly Klein. And Altamont trails here by three, 24-21. Donaldson the other way. Gets free. No good. And rebounded by Reardon. Nelson quickly up the floor. Nelson gives off to Klein. Klein jumper. It's swatted away by Beals and Fatic block there by Bria and it's going to be out of bounds though so stay right here with Altamont that's the only saving grace there as again sister for sister sub here as Peyton will sit down and Kylie Osteen will come back in and Nelson gets it back to Kylie Osteen on the inbounds and she gets over to Reardon at the top of the circle now it's going to be picked off by Altoff Altoff up the floor to a Wolf. was knocked away there by Kylie Osteen. And Beals for three. It's good. A three-point barrage here tonight for both teams. And that's the second team, second three for Bria Beals. And Coach Carr wants a timeout. So it's 27-21, a 4-15 to go here in the second. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to a new high school Bob Kern tournament opening night as FM now has the lead at 27-21. And as I mentioned going to break, it was a three-point barrage. A combined 11 made threes already for both squads as Nelson has a couple for Altamont, also Klein and Fame as threes. And on the other side for FM, it was Avery Wolf. She has four of them already, and that's two back-to-back threes there for Bria Beals, and also Bella Austin has a three-pointer as well. So, uh, again, playing with his WNBA-style ball. <laughs> Not calm down the three-point shooting for either team, though. So, they really like the action so far. Maybe not Coach's favorite game of trying to play three-for-three, three, but... It's going to be Nelson speaking of a three-deep one that time, and that's going to be well short and rebounded by Alltop. And it's going to be FEM with the basketball as it's going to be Wolf controlling things for the Hearts. Gets over to Austin here in the corner. Austin, a down low to Donaldson, puts up off the glass. No, gets her own rebound, though, and the putback is good. Actually, that's Mosier again. 
Anna Moser makes that, and it's 29-21. As Alsop knocks it away again. Good quick hands there for a Sage, and it's going to be out of bounds. Stays right here with Altamont, though. 3.30 to go here in the second. Eight-point lead for Effingham. As Dane gets it in the two of Nelson. As Altoff there again. Just mentioned her and ties up Nelson. And a jump ball. Alternate possession. And keeps it here with Altamont though. Three of 28 to go here in the half. As Bame will get it in. And gets it in the two of Nelson. And Nelson is just going to take it herself. Puts up a shot. No foul. And Reardon is going to track it down. But she's double teamed and knocked away. And stolen away by Moser for Effingham. Moser brings up the floor, gets it over to Austin. She'll fire a three in the corner. It's off, no good, and the rebound's going to be tracked down by Beals. As Beals gives it over to a Wolf. Wolf with it. As it's going to be Wolf in the corner to Beals. Shot for a three, in and out, no good, and rebounded by Nelson. And Grace is looking to run with it as she drives inside, and that, that's going to be a travel. She took too many steps that time. So Nelson will turn it over back to Effingham. And uh, so uh, Lurkins and Reardon will take a seat. Peyton Osteen comes back in and so does Grunlow. And we also have uh, Donaldson returning for Hearts. And Austin will take a seat on the bench as Wolf will bring it up for the Hearts. And Wolf. Drive on the right side. He gives it over to Altoff. Altoff on the right wing over to Wolf. Dumps it down low to Donaldson. And Donaldson gets good position inside. Puts it up and in. And her second bucket, 31-21. Ten-point advance for FEM, their largest lead of the night. Peyton with the basketball here on the right wing and gives it over to Nelson in the corner. Now Nelson with it. Gets a screen from Peyton. can not give it back to her, though, and it's going to be a... Fires a three for Grunlow. Back iron can't get it to fall. And Beals is going to track down the rebound, but uh, Kylie Osteen tried to knock it away from her, but it's going to be FEM basketball as it went off of uh, Kylie there. And Klein will come back in though, for Kylie Osteen. 2.03 to go again. A double-digit lead for FEM, 31-21. As it's going to be a Wolf bringing up the floor. 12 points off of threes. Here tonight for Wolf. Strong move to the hole for Donaldson. Can't get it to fall. And rebounded there by Grunlow. And Nelson, the three-pointer, is off. And rebounded there by Beals. Minute 40 to go. Wolf will bring it up the floor for FAM. And Wolf gives it over to Donaldson. Donaldson here on the right wing. Trying to get Moser free. They give her off a screen. Good. Olivia Moser again. And she's got six now. And it's 33-21. Biggest lead of the night for the Hearts. Minute 15 to go in the first half. And Peyton will get it back over to Nelson. Nelson fakes right, goes left, and she drives all the way inside, and there's going to be a reach-in on the Hearts. And so it'll be a on-the-floor foul, so it'll just be a common foul on FEM. And that's going to go on Bria Beals, her first, team third. And a Reardon will come back in. A Grunlow takes the seat. Peyton Osteen will be the one inbounding it. She gets it in to a Klein with a minute eight to go. Reardon free throw line jumper. It's off. And rebounded there by Donaldson. 
Donaldson looking to push the pace. She takes it all the way, loses her dribble, and gives over to Wolf. Top of the key, three, good. Another three of four, Avery Wolf. As that's the fifth one of the night, all 15 of her points have come on threes. It's 36-21, a 15-point lead for Effingham. 42 seconds left to go in the half. As Bame will get over to Peyton Osteen, 35 seconds left. Peyton gives it back off to Bame. Bame giving it over back to Peyton. Peyton trying to get free. Give us over to Bame and back to Peyton Osteen. She's going to fire a three-pointer. Off the front of the rim, no good. And Beals is going to rip it away from Nelson. Strong rebound there for Beals. And FEM will take over 15 seconds left. And Coach Schaefer tells the girls to just slow down. One shot, 10 seconds left. Shot clock off, obviously. Wolf with the basketball. She finally gets into her motion at five seconds. And a deep three of four. Wolf can't get it to fall short. And that's going to do it for the first half. After one half of play, it is FEM 36. Altamont 21, and we'll be back here. We'll take a look at the uh, first half statistics, as well as we'll try to track down on some other scores from around the area. As boys basketball is underway tonight, as some Thanksgiving tournaments there are underway. Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament underway at St. Anthony Turkey tournament, and a few others as well from around the area. And we'll get you updated on the uh, upcoming broadcast schedule for the rest of the week as well. And so we'll be back here on the halftime show again. FEM leads 36-21 here at the half, and we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Heart, and you're listening to FEM Hearts and Altamont as it's going to be Altamont Lady Indians. You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians basketball on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. The holiday season is always a special time of year. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Effingham Police Department reminding you we can never be too careful, too prepared, or too aware. When leaving home for an extended time, have a neighbor or family member watch your house and pick up your newspapers and mail. Keep all car doors locked and windows closed while in or out of your car. If you must leave something in the car, lock it in the trunk or put it out of sight. Retrieve deliveries as soon as possible or schedule delivery times when you are home. The Effingham Police Department wishes you a safe, happy, and peaceful holiday season. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in here to the first night of the Bob Stern Tournament 20-23. And FEM has a 15-point lead here at the half. It is 36-21. FEM with the lead as the three-pointers really has been one of the stories of that first half. As There's been a combined 12 three-pointers made in this one as FEM has made eight of them, including a five alone by Avery Wolf, who obviously leads the scoring for the Hearts. And we'll tell you the rest of the scoring here in just a second. But Altamont, also another story there in that first half, is that Nelson, she at one point scored all of the Altamont Lady Indians points, and she has 14, and she didn't score in that second quarter alone so the offense got a, a little stagnant there and uh, the offense really uh, went a little cold there in that second quarter as only six points were put up in that quarter by Altamont and uh, both of those were on a uh, three-pointers one from Bame and one from Klein there and that's been the entire offense there for the uh, second quarter as well as been uh, there's been a lot of turnovers on the Lady Indian side as well I had them down for a six in the first quarter and ten in the game. As if you want to count that nine normal, but they won a violation on a Nelson for ten total. And FEM's only turned it over in the flow of the offense twice. And they also have two offensive fouls that have turned it over to Altamont as well. So that's another reason why. FEM is on the uh, scoreboard with a 15-point lead here at the half. As Altamont came out good, and uh, they led after one quarter 15-14, but a, a sixer there in that second quarter as their 21 points so far. And FEM came out and scored a 14 points, and uh, that was 12 of the 14 was from Avery Wolf. And then uh, FEM also got it going offensively, 22 points there in that second quarter to make their 36-point total there. As Let's look at the first-half statistics. First for the Altamont Indians, as again, it's Nelson leading the way with a 14, but no points there in the second quarter. And Bame has a three-pointer in there in that second quarter for her only three points. And Skyly Klein has three points with that three-pointer there in the second quarter. And Kaylee Lurkin made one of her two free throws for her one point. And that's been the entire scoring so far for the Lady Indians. For the FEM Hearts, as they are led by Avery Wolf. She had 15, and all of those have come on three-pointers. That's right, so five made three-pointers there. Bria Beals, she has a six, and both of those came on three-pointers as well. And Olivia Mosier, she has six points. Sydney Donaldson has four, and Abella Austin has five there 
So uh, that is the scoring in the uh, first half statistics there for FEMA and Altamont. So uh, let's go ahead and let's take a, another break here as I track down uh, some other uh, scores from around the area. But I know I will get you update on the uh, schedule for the uh, broadcast schedule for the remaining of the week because we're just beginning high school basketball on the boys' side of uh, things. We're starting to get in a full swing uh, with girls' basketball. So I'll tell you what we have in store for the rest of the week. I guess you could call it Feast Week because it is Thanksgiving, after all, on a Thursday. So a great time of a year for sure. So we'll go ahead and step away for another quick minute or two here as we continue on with the halftime report. It's 36-21, the lead for FEM at the half. So We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to my lady in his basketball here on Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the uh, night number one of the uh, Bob Kearns the tournament here in Newton here at halftime in the first game of the uh, tournament. 36-21 FEM with the lead. The update on the uh, broadcast schedule for the remaining of the week. First for Altamont in Wednesday. They continue here with the Bob Kearns tournament. It'll be the main event on uh, Wednesday because they're playing the Newton here at the Bob Kearns. And then uh, it'll be a Flora and FEM before us at 6 o'clock. So make sure you stay tuned to the radio dials to see for sure when uh, that one will be on. But we're scheduled to start at 7.30. And then we got a doubleheader on Black Friday. As After you enjoy your Thanksgiving lunches and dinners, we'll have a double-dose action for basketball as it's the noon start time. Here against Flora at the Bob Kearns Tournament, and then it's opening night for the uh, boys' basketball team as well as a, a very familiar opponent, Nokomis, coming into Altamont. And so that's always a special as well to start off the season at home as well. So make sure you tune in there. And well, it's Cumberland, and they also will be uh, in action uh, tomorrow evening in the Cumberland Thanksgiving Tournament to start off the boys' 
basketball season as well over on our sister station, WCRA. But FEM will start off with the basketball here at the beginning of the uh, third quarter. And they'll be going left to right on your radio dial. And uh, there was a, a miss of three, a pointer there in the corner by the heart. But it went out of bounds, and they're going to say it was off of Altamont. So it stays right here with uh, the hearts. As uh, Newton and Aflora will be following us here uh, tonight. As they dump it down low, and they find Martin. But it's going to be uh, a, a foul on Peyton Osteen. Initially a clean with the ball, I think. But it's kind of not too much body contact there. That'll be the first foul on a Peyton. And the first foul of the quarter for Altamont. And it'll be uh, Alyssa Martin shooting free throws for the Hearts. Free throws off, no good. She'll get another one, though. As Alyssa Martin, the uh, sophomore, averaging 14 points a game so far here through two games. And a second free throw is good for Martin. One for two that trip. And it's 37-24, FEM with the lead. Grunlow is going to take a, a jumper. It's off, no good. And rebounded by Martin. Martin getting across the timeline. Gets it over to a Wolf. Now over to Austin. Austin fires a pass cross court to a Wolf. And uh, Wolf back over to Austin. Austin fires a three-pointer, no good. And tipped in, rebounded by Nelson. Nelson looking to run the fast break. Two on two here. Nelson takes it herself. Layup is good. Finally on the board after the first quarter for Grace. She got 16. It's now 37-23. Altamont trails here. As they go over to a Martin in the right corner. Now over to Austin. Back to Martin. Swings it over to uh, Beals. Now over to Wolf here on the left side. She dribbles to her right and gives it off to Martin. Martin spins around and gets away with the carry. And uh, Austin puts up the jumper. Good. Actually, that was a Donaldson, excuse me, Donaldson with that basket with six, 39-23. Grunlow mid-range jumper off and rebounded by Beals for FEM. Wolf pushing the pace up to Martin, and the pass was just too high for her, so that would be a turnover to Altamont. That's one thing that the Hearts did. Fairly clean half of basketball in the first half. Only uh, four total turnovers, and uh, Altamont at 10. That was their first of the half there for FEM. And a Klein and comes back in. And uh, speaking of a turnover, as Wolf got her hand on it and picked it off, as it's going to be a chase down block by Nelson. And I tried to save her from going out, but just couldn't do it. So it'll be F, still FEM ball here. As it's going to be a Wolf getting it in. They immediately get it back to her, but she can't fire the three. Is over to Austin. Fires the three-pointer. It's off. No good, but Austin's going to track down her own miss. They dub it down low to Donaldson again, and a nice defense there for Altamont. No foul, and quickly the other way, Nelson putting it up, trying to get position. She lost it, and it's going to be into the hands of Austin. Austin quickly up the floor to Donaldson. Donaldson spins around, and another charge. Offensive foul on FEM, and it gets to Bame there to take another offensive foul. I think that's her third charge taken tonight. Definitely on the ball for sure, and... She was tangled up with Donaldson earlier. And Donaldson's going to get with her second foul. Team of first. Lurkins is going to check in. And Kylie Osteen will take a seat. 5.45 to go here in the third as FPM with the 39-23 lead. And Altamont does have the ball. Lurkins, she almost gets double team here. Gets off to Klein. 
Klein and getting it over to a Bame. Fires it over to Nelson. Nelson eyeing that rim, but it was denied there by Martin. Now over to Klein. A shot for three in the corner is short. And he goes over the backboard. And it'll go out of bounds. Steffi. Sage Altoff will be uh, coming in uh, for FEM, and it looks like fell off. Nope, Cindy Donaldson will be taking a seat. As it'll be the Hearts with the ball. Got the uh, 16-point lead right now. As the Bulls fires it over in the corner to Wolf. Three-pointer, no good, and it takes a couple bounces, and Martin comes away with the rebound. She just fires it towards the basket, no good, and it's going to be a tie-up. And a jump ball, alternate possession arrow, will give a doubt to mom. And uh, it'll be the Lady Indians with the ball here, coming up about five minutes to go in the third. Bame with it, trying to get it over to Lurkins. It was a high pass for her. They say it was tipped out by Alltop, but they're going to say it was last touch by Alltop. Hmm, I don't know about that one. As they're going to say Altamont will keep the ball. So he had a, a sub coming in, and Austin comes back in uh, for the Hearts. And they get it in, and Bame, Bame steps into a three-pointer, in and out, no good. And it's going to be Peyton Osteen fighting for the rebound. They get it back for Altamont. And it's going to be Klein fighting with Mosier, and they're going to call Mosier with a travel. Mosier with a travel. And so they'll give it back to Altamont. So Bame will inbound it on the baseline, just to the right of her basket. Bame looking for someone to get into, gets into Klein. Klein is driving to the rim and tries to get it off to pay no steam. They're going to call uh, Skylia with the travel. So a turnover over to Effingham. Back-to-back turnovers by both squads. And it'll be Effingham ball. Still hold the 39-23 lead. As Altoff gets it over to Wolf here at the volleyball line. And now over to Altoff. Altoff now to Moser. Moser drives. Here comes the double, but she spins and throws up the shot. No good. Rebounded by Bame. Bame up to Nelson. And Nelson the other way. Way up in traffic. Good. Another basket for Nelson. She's got 18. It's 39-25. Quickly up the floor. Austin can't get it to go, but she is fouled. So Bella Austin will go to the free throw line here for two. It looks like that's why FEM has done a couple of times so far. When Altamont does make a basket, they are quickly up the floor, and that foul's going to go on Lurkins, her first. And Austin's going to miss the free throw. She'll get another one, though. Bame will take a seat, and Reardon will check in. And that's the uh, second team foul on Altamont as well. And uh, made her second free throw there, so one for two for Austin, and it makes it 40-25. to 25. As Nelson takes a deep three straight on off and rebounded by Austin. Quickly up to a Beals one-on-one with Peyton, and uh, Beals throws up, no good. And Nelson comes in, uh, skying for the rebound. Nelson the other way, stutter step in the lane, puts it up, shot is good for Nelson, and she's got 20, and Coach Carr wants a timeout. And uh, so... That gets a little bit closer for Altamont, 40-27 to 27 your score, and we'll step away up for uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Lady Indians Basketball here on Jack of M. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Newton High School. First time of the Bob Kearns tournament as is FEM with the lead of 40 to 27. 349 remaining in the third quarter. As FEM with the 13-point advantage on the scoreboard so far. As the coach car took that last uh, time out to, you know, just try to settle the Lady Indians down a little bit and trying to chip away and a chip away at the lead. And we'll see uh, what adjustments were made there in the huddle. As it'll be Wolf bringing up the floor, nearly stolen by Peyton Osteen. Active hands that time getting in the passing lane, but it's going to stay right here with Effiam as it went out of bounds. Altoff gets it in to two Wolf. Now they get over to Austin, and now back to Altoff. They get it over to a Beals. Beals here over to a Wolf. Wolf back to a Beals. She'll fire a three. She was wide open. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Peyton Osteen. Nelson with the ball up the floor. And now over to a Klein. Now Reardon gets it to Peyton Osteen, and she head fakes in, goes back out to a Nelson. And Nelson step back three. Good. A three-pointer for Nelson, her third of the night. It's a 10-point game again, 40-30. to 30. And a wild shot by Wolf is off. Rebounded by Klein. Nelson quickly the other way. Step back three again. Good! Another three for Nelson. Back-to-back threes here now. FEM wants a timeout. 26 for Grace Nelson, and that gives it to a seven-point game. And Coach Schaefer... Wants a timeout to stop this Altamont momentum. And so I'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball. I'm Jack of M. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 322 6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back-to-back threes here for Altamont. Back-to-back threes for Great Nelson. And uh, whatever Coach Carr said in that previous huddle, the girls responded. Uh, and uh, Nelson with back-to-back threes, they got it down to double or down to single digits now. Seven-point game here, and FEM will have the ball as it'll be a Wolf with the basketball at the volleyball line, getting it over to uh, Beals on the left side. Now back to Wolf up top as. It's going to be off of Moser, so out of bounds to Altamont. Turnover there for FEM. 
They already have almost as many turnovers as they had in the entire first half in this quarter. F3 right now. And Nelson will be the one getting across half court. And it's Kylie Osteen with the ball. She checked back in on that last timeout. Nelson has on the left wing. Skips it over to a Reardon. Now over to Klein in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall. And the rebound goes to Donaldson. She's looking to run with it. Donaldson dishes off the all top. No good. And the fight for the rebound goes to Donaldson, who tips it out into the hands. And it's still loose as it's going to be a timeout for Coach Schaefer. As much as FEM had full control, but the officials do get the quick timeout. And uh, so uh, Coach Schaefer did the right thing there and had almost a loss of possession there for FEM. But luckily, they get the timeout. There with 2.06 remaining here in the uh, third quarter. We'll just keep it right here. We just had a uh, timeout there on that previous uh, play not too long ago. So, uh, you know, as the Lady Indians now having some active hands, and they have a lot more, I should say, emotion. It seems like a lot more intensity on the defensive side of things ever since that uh, Coach Carr timeout halfway through the uh, quarter there. So, uh Altamont trying to chip away here and get back into it. And nearly a turnover right there for the Hearts. So uh, that was also, you know, Coach Schaefer tried to take a timeout earlier to just try to stop some of the momentum and that time they had to preserve the possession there. So it'll be a Wolf taking out on the baseline for FEM as FEM gets in the two Beals. Beals looking for someone to pass to. He's trying to dump it down low to the post, but it's being denied. As Martin is open for a second, but they're going to call it a foul on Altamont. As almost dangerous play there as Martin almost had position there, but FEM just couldn't find her. And it's going to be Donaldson, or Altop getting it in, excuse me. As they'll get it back to a Wolf, under two to go here in the third. And Wolf with a runner, can't get it to fall. Tipped out, last touch by Altamont. So I'll stay right here with FEM. Peyton Osteen and a BAME will check back in, and a Reardon and Klein will take a seat. And so it'll be Wolf getting in on the baseline. They get into Martin. Martin with a short little jumper is good. Breaks a little bit of a scoring drought for FEM. It's 42-33. And it is get it back to Payne Osteen is over to Kylie Osteen. Kylie drives and gets it back to Peyton. Peyton mentoring jumper short and rebounded by Martin. Martin pushing the pace, getting it over to Beals for three. No good. That's actually Donaldson. And Altoff with the rebound. No. Donaldson with the follow is good. Donaldson with a second chance opportunity. She's got eight, and it's 44 to 33. Kylie Osteen having at the volleyball line, handing it back off to Nelson, coming up on a minute to go in the third. Fame dumping it down low to Lurkins. Lurkins, and they're going to call a foul on Effingham. As the Hurts get hit with a foul there. Second team foul on Effingham, but that's a third on Sidney Donaldson. And it's going to be uh, Beals and Donaldson going to the bench, and Mosier coming back in. They get it to Nelson. Nelson, oh, can't get the basket to fall on the quick inbounds play, but Nelson was fouled, so she'll go to the line for two here. As 
is the first trip to the line for Grace in the game. That's the second foul on Wolf, a team of third as well. And uh, the uh, free throw is good for Grace. She now is 27. And it's back down to 10. Can cut it to single digits here. Nelson, second free throw is also good. Two for two there. But Grace has 28. And it's back to a single-digit game. It's 9, 44-35 lead for FEM. Nelson almost picked it off there, but Altoff is it over. And they get it down low to Martin. Good, down low. And back-to-back buckets for Martin. She's got five, and it's 46-35. 39 seconds to go in the quarter. Nelson's quadruple teamed over to Bame in the corner for three. It's good. Another three for Bame, her second three of the night. All six of her points there, 46-38. Shot clock turned off here with 25 seconds to go. As Mosier gets it over, they find Martin down low again. She's open down low on the post, just losing her. Back-to-back possession. It's back to 10, 48-38. And now Lady Indians will slow it up with 10 seconds to go. Holding for the final shot here. Nelson with the basketball, looking for a screen by Peyton. We got four seconds to go. Deep three for Nelson, way short. And that's going to do it for the third quarter. So after three quarters of play, it's a 48-38 FEM with the lead. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening now to My Lady Indians Basketball on Jack of M. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 618- Three two two six four four one for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a new night school as it is the first night of the Bob Kearns tournament as it's FEM starting the fourth quarter and now up double digits. Altamont had it down to a seven at one point, but it's back to double figures as FEM with a 10 point lead. Start off with the basketball and there's immediately going to be a foul on the floor on Altamont. So just a common foul before in the act of shooting. So it'll be fame getting hit with that foul. Her Second foul, team first on Altamont in this quarter. As it's going to be inbounded to Martin. Martin splitting traffic up and good. Martin's just taking over here in the second half. She has nine points now. All in this half alone. It's 50 to 38. As a Klein with a ball fake gets free. Gets over to Nelson. Nelson with another three is good. Nelson with another three. She got 31. And it's 50 to 41, FEM with the lead. And Kylie Osteen almost knocked it away, getting a turnover there, but Hart's retained possession. Austin has on the left side, now over to Wolf. Wolf has it over to Altoff. Altoff on the short wing here. 
And a double team gets it over to Wolf. Back to Althoff. She goes inside. And now a touch pass to Martin. And there's going to be a jump ball. Jump ball. Alternate possession. And we'll give it to Althoff. Well, they'll take that. I don't know if that was full control for a jump ball, but Altamont will definitely take it. Two Osteens will check out. Peyton and Kylie and Lurkins will come back in, and Reardon will also check back in as well. Nelson, deep three, but she is free. Left it short. No good, but saved by Reardon. Klein up. No good, but she's going to go to the line for two. So the second chance opportunity there by the Lady Indians. And Klein's going to go to the line to shoot free throws here. Only a third trip to the line for Altamont in the game. A foul went on stage. Altamont for first to team a first. Free throw up and good for Klein. She got four tonight. And it's back to eight. 50 to 42. Klein with her second free throw upcoming. Second free throw up. It's good. Two for two there for Skylake Line. And it's back to seven. 50 to 43. Altoff quickly the other way. No one was there to break the pressure. Mosier tried to dump it down low to Martin, but it saved from going out of bounds. Near disaster there. And it's going to be Austin over to Mosier. Mosier back over to Altoff. Altoff drives. It's a back off to a Mosier. Mosier now back to Martin here on the right side. Mosier back out to Altoff with a pump fake, and she walked. And so a turnover over to Altamont. And uh, so Altamont will have the ball. They can get closer than they've been for quite a while. They trail by seven, but they got the ball. Bame gets it across the timeline. Gets it over to a Nelson, and Nelson back to Bame. Trying to dump it down low to Lurkins, but it goes off of Mosier. So it'll stay right here with Altamont as it went out. Brianna Grunlow checks back in, and Reardon will take a seat. 6.18 to go here in the game. Seven-point lead for Effingham. Grunlow with the basketball. Gets it over to a Nelson. Nelson here at the volleyball line and dribbles to her left. Gets it back off to a Bame. A Bame deep three. It's good! Another three for Bame, her third of the night. And it's a four-point lead, 50-46. to 46. The deficit is four for Altamont. The closest they've been in quite a while. Wolf trying to answer with a three of her own. Got it. She's been on fire from three, her sixth of the game. And it's back to a 53-46 to 46 lead. As FEM trying to... Argue that was an offensive foul, but again, they're going to call a, a foul on Effingham, so it's going to send Nelson to the line for two shots. And that foul is going to go on Altoff first, second, team second of the quarter. Nelson's free throw is good. Grace got 32 tonight, and Moser will take a seat, and Donaldson will come back in with those three fouls. And Nelson at the line for second attempt. This one's good. Two for two, and she's four for four at the line. South's got 32 points. Now Altamont trails here, 53-48, and there's a timeout on the floor, so I'll take one as well. I'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball, Jack of M. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection, 
with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back to a five, a point, a game. This is the closest that Altamont has been in quite a while as they trail 53 of 48 here. 541 remaining in the regulation. As they see uh, Newton and Flora already at two, uh, get ready for uh, their game of following us. As I see a Newton over there on the right hallway. And Sathiam has the ball up five. And they have it in the front court here. That's Austin. They'll give it up top to Altoff. Altoff picks up her dribble, gives over to Wolf, fires it down low to Donaldson. And they get it off to Austin for three. Left it short, but Martin there for the follow. She's been unstoppable this second half. She's got 11. All in this half alone, and it's 55-48. The lead back to seven by a touchdown for Effiem. As Nelson, a cross-court pass for a BAME. BAME over to Lurkins, or they were trying to anyways, and it was knocked away by Martin. And Klein tried to save it from going out, but just couldn't do it. So it'll be Effiem taking over. Also a good clean a second half as well. Very few turnovers for the Lady Indians this half as well. It's why one of the reasons why they've gotten back into it. And they get over to Altoff. Altoff dribbles. They find Martin down low. It's up and in again. Alyssa Martin, 13. And it's back to 57-48 to lead for FEM. Bame fires a shot. No, but she is going to be fouled. So Claire's going to go to the line for two. And Sage Altoff is going to pick up her third foul, third team foul in this quarter as well. And Claire will go to the line. Shoot free throws. First one's good. She's in a double figure. She's got 10. And it makes it 57 to 49. Claire's a second attempt. In and out. No good. She was, goes one for two there. Rebounded by Martin. Quickly up the floor for Martin. Hands off to Altop. Now some uh, good ball movement here for the Hearts. Austin dumps it down low to Martin. Deep in the post. Up and in. That's been there all quarter long for Alyssa Martin. And it's 59-49. Nelson deep three. Off and rebounded by Martin. All over the place here. And they're going to get a reach in there. As Nelson... Couldn't believe that reach in there. Shakes her head. That's uh, going to go on a grace. Her first a team a second of the quarter. And a Donaldson looking to get it in. A fires it in to Austin. Nearly taken away by Bama. And it's finally taken away. And Lurkin's going to come away with it. And Nelson quickly up the floor. She never had her dribble cleanly. And it's going to go out of bounds. And they're going to say it was last touch by the heart. So Altamont retained possession here, just under four to go here in the game. It's a double-digit game, but Nelson trying to change that. Throws up a shot, no, but Nelson will go to the line for two more shots. 
Carrier 33 in the game. Looking for two more here and get back to single digits. And a Nelson's third trip to the line. Shot is good. And that gives her 34. And cuts the lead to 9, a 59 to 50. Klein will take a seat in Reardon and we'll check back in. As Nelson will be at the line for her second attempt. Second free throw is also good. Didn't want to jinx her there, but 6 for 6 on the line tonight for Grace. And she's got 35. And it's an 8-point game, a 59-51 for FEM. And it's going to be a Wolf with the basketball on the right side. She picked up her dribble, looking for someone to pass to. Just fires it over to Martin. Why not? It's been working. And there's going to get a reach-in on Altamont, just trying to deny Martin that post. Can't blame Effie for going. Keep going for it. And it's going to go on Reardon, her second. And a team of fourth. And a quickly in to Martin, and she's open and no good. Fight for the rebound. Loose ball, and it's going to be a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow. We'll keep it right here with FEM. Nearly stolen away that time for the Lady Indians who just keep hanging around. As it's going to be Altoff be the one to take you out. She goes in the two with Donaldson. Donaldson fires a three. Good. Three-pointer for Sydney Donaldson. And it's 62-51. Nelson the other way. Puts up the shot in the lane. Good. And Nelson's got 37. 62-53. Altoff shuffles it off to Austin. Coming up on three minutes to go in the game. As they say a nine-point lead for Effingham, and they have the ball. Nelson nearly poked it away. And Wolf tipped over the sidelines. Can't do it. And it's going to be a turnover. Effingham. Grace may have gotten away with a push of Wolf, but hey, if the officials don't see it, that'll be uh, the uh, the Indians taking over. And Lurkins will check out, and Klein will check back in. So with three minutes to go. Altamont trails here, 62-53. They do have the ball, though. As Nelson gets it across the timeline, over to a Bame. Bame. Now getting trapped. Gets off the Klein is just too far out of a reach. And another turnover there for Altamont. And FEM will take over. It's been better here in the second half, but that was a turnover there. Wolf off on the three-point attempt and rebounded by Klein. Klein gives it over to Nelson. Nelson in transition. Up to Bain. Bain puts up the shot. Good. Two-point field goal there for Claire. She's got 12 in the game. It's 62-55. Altamont hanging around here with 2.20 to go. And uh, it's Wolf with the basketball. Getting it over to Austin. Austin holding it here in between the circles. She dribbles to her right. And, uh, wow, Reardon gets, takes a hard ball there. Gets shoved down by Martin, but no call. Coach Carr has, where is that? We got five seconds on the shot clock. Maybe the first time I said that. Three seconds on the shot clock. Altoff shoots it short, and that's going to be a shot clock violation. But I guess we play on. Now, there we go. Now we finally stop it as, for the first time tonight, really, I've been... You kind of forget about the shot clock, but that was a shot clock violation. There is time darted to a wind down. 
Alcala will take over with a minute 47 to go on that shot clock violation. They trail by seven. And Altamana will actually we are waiting for a substitution as Kylie Osteen will check in for Reardon. Maybe this was for concussion protocol because she landed pretty hard on the floor earlier. So she'll have to step out and get checked by the Newton Athletic Training Department here. Baham. Almost lost it getting up the floor, but they get into the hands of Nelson. Nelson drives, puts it up, and it's going to be no shot, but she's going to be uh, fouled, and that's going to be FEM's fifth team foul so in this quarter. So that's two automatic free throws here now in the state of Illinois. So it's going to be the fourth on Altoff, and Nelson's going to be shooting free throws here with the fifth team foul on FEM. Free throw is good for Grace. She's got 38 in the game. And it's a six-point game, 62-55. Kylie Osteen and a Brianna Grunlow, a check back in. Klein will take a seat. Nelson, second free throw, good. Two for two there again. Perfect from the line tonight for Grace. Eight for eight, 62-56, and she's got 38 on the ninth. Minute 30 to go in the game. Five-point game now. Beals has it on to the right side, and there's going to be a, a foul on Altamont. Get that on Grace reaching in there. That's going to be the third a team foul on Altamont in the quarter. And that's going to be a Grace's second foul. And Austin they gets it in as it's going to be a in the two Wolf. Wolf now over to Altoff with a minute 10 to go in the game. Bam knocks it away, and it's going to go right in the hands of Martin, though. So a near turnover there, and Altoff also shake it up as well, holding on her right wrist, trying to shake it off. And her and Bame got tangled up. Still favoring that right wrist is Altoff, but Wolf has the basketball. She throws a screen, and Coach Card tells Altamont to foul. And still got one more foul to give, though. So that's going to be Claire's third team foul, or third foul, and the fourth team foul on Altamont in the quarter. And Reardon's going to come in, and Kylie Osteen will take a seat. 55.8 seconds left to go in the game. As it's going to be Austin looking to get it in. They try to get it into the deep post to Martin, and it's going to be no good on the shot. Fight for the rebound by Beals. Bain throws it across her head and right in the hands of Altamont. And now Coach Schaefer wants a timeout. A little chaotic action there, and uh, Baines just kind of threw it wildly there and went right in the hands of Altoff. And FEM will retain a possession. And it's a 30-second a timeout here, so I'll take a quick 30-second timeout as well. You're listening now to my Indian basketball here on Jack of M. Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball. 
on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a new night school in the first night of the Bob Kearns tournament here. 46.4 seconds left to go here in this one between FEM and Altamont. And uh, FEM gets it in, and they get in to a Wolf. And uh, they're just going to have to foul Wolf as that's going to be the fifth team foul in the quarter for Altamont. So that'll send Wolf to the line for two foul shots. She made nothing but three-pointers tonight, six of them, though. And her first foul shot is up, and it's no good. So our mains, 62-57. Donaldson then comes back in for Beals, and Reardon and Grunlow take a seat, and Klein and Kylie Osteen come back in. Five-point game still as Wolf's second free throw is good. So one for two there for Avery, and it's 63-57 six-point game now, and uh, Coach Schaefer calls a, a timeout. It's a, a full timeout here, so I will take a timeout as well. It's FEM with the lead by six, 63 of 57, 39.6 seconds to go into the game, so I'll take another quick 30-second timeout here. You're listening to Lady Indies Basketball on Jack of M. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 39.6 remaining in the game. A six-point lead for FEM 63-57. Newton and Flora following us to this game. And then we're back in action on Wednesday at 7.30 against Newton. And I see Newton over there on the corridor there waiting for this one to come to a conclusion. I can only assume that Flora is right below me doing the same. As Altamont gets it in, they get it in to Kate Osteen. Shot for three is short and rebounded by Martin. And they're going to have to foul as they finally do get to Wolf. And we're shooting more free throws here for Avery. And that's going to be Klein for first. And the two free throws from here on out. I already have five in the quarter. So Avery Wolf back to the line here. And first free throw was good. And she went one for two her last trip. Starts off this one well. She's got 20 in the game. And Kylie Osteen, Klein, take a seat. Grunlow and Reardon come back in. And so it's a seven-point lead. Make it eight. Two for two there for Wolf. She's got 21, and it's 65-57. Nelson quickly the other way, and Nelson gets over to a reared end. Got to go here as Nelson at the top of the circle, and she gets a knocked away momentarily. She puts up a shot against triple coverage. No good, and rebounded up by Altoff, and they're going to foul Wolf again. And so we're back to the other way, shooting free throws. So it looks like Altamont's going to come up a little bit short here. This year, 
in the Bob Kearns tournament as they're going to start off the opening night with a potential loss here to the Hearts. A rematch of the championship game last year. Just so happened to work out that way. And Wolf made the free throw. She's got 22 on the night, and it's 66-57. to 57. Wolf's the second free throw on the way. It's also good. Two for two there again. And she was also five for six. And it's a ten-point lead up for FEM. Five seconds to go. Nelson in the other way. Puts up the shot off the glass. Short, and that'll do it. Your final score here tonight. FEM 67, Altamont 57. That score, though, is very deceiving as it was a not-A, a double-digit game there as it was a lot closer than the score would indicate there but ultimately Altamont falls a little bit short and they get handed their first loss of the season and FEM marches on to a 3-0 and a start to the season. FEM back in action on Wednesday against Flora at 6 p.m. and Altamont will be back in action against Newton also on Wednesday there at 7.30 for the tip-off there. And uh, right now I'll step away and I will get some uh, post-game statistics as well as uh, try to catch up with uh, Coach Carr as well in the post-game as well. FEM victorious here, 67-57 your final. And I'll be back to wrap this one up in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. This is Lieutenant John Stroud with a message from the FEM Fire Department. Protect your home and your loved ones by ensuring your smoke alarms are working properly and not expired. Prevention is key. Keep flammable items away from heat sources and never leave candles unattended. Don't let a small mistake turn into a big disaster. But if a fire does occur, be prepared. Create a fire escape plan with your family and practice it regularly. Know where to go and how to get out safely. Let's make fire safety a priority. Share these life-saving tips with others, provoke discussion, and make sure everyone is prepared. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. 
Master the mealtime rush with a refrigerator that helps you cut down on clutter. The Whirlpool four-door refrigerator keeps groceries in sight and easy to find. From easy-reach shelves to a flexible ice bin, see how the four sleek compartments help keep ingredients organized so you can get dinner to the table. Visit Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Almont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Newton High School as the uh, opening night of the uh, Bob Kearns tournament here in Newton. Fortunately, starts off with a, a loss for Altamont as they fall here 67-57 to against Effingham. And again, Double-digit game, and I'll mention it to Coach Carr as well when he comes up here to join me after the game, but thought that it was closer than the score would indicate there. Altamont got it close to a five at one point, but ultimately they uh, Hearts had some free throws there that got the uh, lead uh, back up there, and uh, unfortunately Altamont just falling here uh, tonight, and I thought it was still a... Uh, good game by the uh, Lady Indians, and they showed a lot of fight as they were down, what, by like 16 points at one point, and they battled back to get it within five and whatnot. So a uh, really great effort to uh, claw back at, into it there, but ultimately uh, falling there. And, of course, it has to say that FEM is a lot bigger school, and I don't know what the enrollment is for Flora, but I know that really Newton's 2A, so uh, their enrollment's a little bit higher, so... That's one of the only uh, things downsides for uh, Altamont in this tournament is that you're probably the smallest school uh, here. And FEM, of course, is a lot bigger than you in enrollment size. So uh, Altamont did have the one-point lead after one quarter, and it was another great outstanding night for Grace Nelson. She ended up with 39 points in the uh, contest, and the next closest uh, person to her was a fame as uh, she uh, made – uh, let's see, three threes tonight and had 12 points on uh, the evening. And uh, Kaylee Lurkins, she had a point. And uh, Skyly Klein had a three-pointer and had uh, five points as well. As I see, uh, Coach Carr has uh, made his way up here into uh, the uh, booth here. And we'll get him uh, saddled up on uh, the uh, headset here, Coach, in uh, the uh, post game, And uh, Coach, unfortunately, uh, you guys uh, fall for the first time. Uh, here tonight, but the scoreboard says 10, but I think that it was a lot closer than maybe the final might give you credit for. Yeah, um, so proud, man. I mean, you know, these coach, these girls deserve to, uh, you know, be coached in a great way uh, in the second quarter. Uh, we didn't do a good job of getting them out of uh Getting Effingham off the rails a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't make the right adjustments in the second quarter, and that's what cost us the game. But that said, our girls, God, what they fought. They absolutely fought back. They believed. We said get it to 10 or less to start the fourth. They did. We got down to five. You know, yeah. uh, you know, we just didn't make quite as many plays as they did. Um, but, uh, so proud, man. So proud of these girls. And we got, uh, you know, we got, uh, it's early. Yeah. You know, it's early. Only third game of the season. Yeah. And I also thought that it, 
seemed something the the switch kind of flipped there. I forgot what quarter exactly it was, but a lot more. And there was a timeout at one point and a great hit, back-to-back threes. But then I thought that defensively you were more intense on that after the uh, timeout. And I thought that was kind of one of the things I also uh, changed it a little bit there. Uh, I can't, like I said, I can't remember if it was the second or third quarter uh, there, but that kind of got you guys going again. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Grace uh, hit some big shots. Um, proud of her. Um, pretty physical out there. Yeah. And uh, she played through it uh, like she always does. Made some big shots. Um, and we're going to get some other kids going. You know, Claire hit some big shots. Yeah. You know, uh, proud of her. And we got other kids, you know, that play that are going to hit shots too. And I, I don't have a doubt about that. Um, you know, we uh, the better we get at running some half-court offense, the better off we're going to be. And that's, like I said, I think I said that uh, after the Stu game. Yeah. That's on me. So we got uh, we got some work to do. But Wednesday night will be another tough one. Newton can play. They got, they got five good players out there. So uh, we better, you know, get in the gym tomorrow, get the work done. Um, get some shots up and come back Wednesday ready to go. And also another thing that I know that fires you up as a coach is the uh, defensive side of things. And you mentioned that Claire on offense hit some big shots, uh, but she also uh, was uh, taking some charges uh, tonight as well. And I know uh, coaches just absolutely uh, love that. So you got to love that on the defensive side of things as well. No, no question. No question. Uh, we got a charge wall in the locker room. We take a screenshot of everyone from film and uh she's starting to stack them up already <laughs> and uh she better she better get some partners up there on that wall and i think she will i think these kids will you know uh they want to they want to do the right things they want to play the right way so uh we'll go back to work and uh you know it's fun it's a great tournament you know newton uh does a super job with it josh ad and brad and amy put a lot of work into this tournament and uh Obviously, condolences to the Kearns family. Lost the namesake of this tournament, Bob. Yep. Um, not too long ago. So, great tradition here. So, proud to be a part of it. And also, really only one time, notice the shot clock yeah. as well. Yeah. It seems like there wasn't much of a factor last year no. as well. But, you know, it's just a different added element yeah. as well with the tournament. Like yes. This. Yeah, that's cool. I was you know, it's it's really neat that we that we have the shot clock here at Newton and using the WNBA ball this year. That was a Harris's idea. I think that was cool too. Um, I was proud that we got them to be the the team that uh, ran it down the whole 35 one time. So that's uh-huh. good. Uh, I didn't figure the shot clock was going to bother us too much. Um, we need to probably spend a little more of that shot clock once in a while. Right, and then also uh, tonight as well with that WNBA ball, it seemed like the three-pointer was uh, falling as well, or everybody was firing up uh, threes on both sides uh, yeah. of the ball as well. Yeah, that first quarter was fun. Yeah. Um, kind of matching haymaker for haymaker from long range. Uh, Evingham's so good. Jeff is, you know, I don't know how 400 wins, whatever yeah. he's got. I mean, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Um, and they got a, they got a lot of talent, um, a lot of talent. They're deep, um, and you know we we just we haven't worked on it one three one very much. Yeah, we figured that's what we need to do. Otherwise, they might screen us to death. And you know, 
it was uh, pick your poison, really. But uh, like I said, that kind of battle, I can't, you know, I got no complaints. And a uh, hard fight battle there, but unfortunately, it's falling a little bit short there. And you guys will try to bounce back on Wednesday. And so, coach will uh, let you go in and let you take in this uh, game uh, here for the next opponent and the next opponent for a couple of days, uh, I guess, here with the, this game. But uh, yep. thanks for joining us here in the post game. And we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Absolutely, Travis. Thanks for being here, as always. Absolutely. And it's our pleasure here. And we appreciate you, Coach Carr, for coming up here and uh, joining me here on uh, the uh, post game. Still do have some other statistics to uh, run through here as I went through the Altamont statistics. They had quarters of 15, 6, 17, and 19 for their 57 points. Over on FEM side, they were led by Avery Wolf as she had 23 of them uh, tonight as she had six three-pointers alone and was also pretty lights out there at the very end. Five for six from the line in the fourth quarter to preserve the win. And Alyssa Martin, she also was a factor there in the second half, a force. There are 15 points for Alyssa Martin. And Bria Beals, she had a six. Olivia Mosier, she had six as well. Cindy Donaldson, she was in a little bit of foul trouble there, and she had 11, ended up with her point total. And Bella Austin finished with six. And FEM at quarters of 14, 22, 12, and 19 for their 67. So, again, FEM approves to a 3-0. They'll be up against uh, Flora at 6 o'clock on Wednesday. And uh, Altamont will be back in action against Newton here at 7-30. And we'll have all that coverage for you here on uh, Jack FM. We'll also have the tournament coverage for you on Friday as well. Noon start against uh, Flora. And uh, then on Friday as well, we got opening night for boys basketball as well there at Altamont. You get the home opener and the season opener all rolled into one as it's Altamana versus Nokomis in a boys' basketball action. Don't forget about that Cumberland broadcast tomorrow over on our sister station at WCRA. And uh, that's going to be the second day of the uh, Cumberland Thanksgiving uh, tournament as uh, Newton will also be in action over there against Vandalia at 6 p.m. And then North Clay matching up with uh, Cumberland at uh, 7.30 Coverage begins there on our sister station on 99.5, and 10.90 a.m. WCRA tomorrow for the first Cumberland Pirate broadcast of the season as well. And that's going to do it here for tonight's coverage of uh, Lady Indians basketball. Thanks to Derek back in the studio for help turning the dials and helping me get it on and off the air. And uh, this has been Travis Sparks. And uh, I will uh, let you go for tonight. And it's back to playing the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. And until Wednesday, we'll talk to you again here, right back here with Altamont and Newton scoring off at uh, 7.30. So until then, have a, a great rest of your evening. Stay dry out there as well. And have a, a good evening, everyone, and a good night. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.